Okay, we're good? Okay, let's begin before we get into the next uh, sugya. You think people make this up as they listen to the shir, but this actually came in just a couple of days ago from David Bressler. He says, this just happened to me. Uh, it did. You'll, you'll hear what the, uh, this is classic. Not only is Shaila's good, but they wrap up five or six different stories. You have to have a lot of knowledge coming in, which you're already getting uh, some firm basis. So my neighbors, who are not yet from, I'm glad everybody's using that expression now because it's more optimistic than Fry, which um, would describe B'nai Terim as A's. Uh, fry is free. So that has to be explained, though, to those who use the expression on themselves, unfortunately. So my neighbors, who are not yet from, ordered non-kosher food for supper, and it was mistakenly delivered to my home. I don't, I don't make these things up, all these, and I just select the best of them. Uh, based on what I've learned in the shir, I reason that even if they eat non-kosher food anyway at home, if I were to bring it over, they'd be eating tray for this moment because of me. And who knows, maybe they would have cereal and milk if the delivery doesn't show up, which is so it's not, it's correct, it's not chadavanar uh, so quickly because ah, they can order again. But they're probably not going to order again. It's late already and it didn't come and let's have scrambled eggs. So that is uh, a problem. And according to that, it should be also to bring them their food. So I'm going to comment on that in a moment, the various stud them, but let me just tell you what happened at the end of the story. What I did was I pretended I did not notice the food on my doorstep, which is easy to do, but most people inside the house are busy doing what they're doing inside their house. You don't have to notice everything on the doorstep. And a half hour later, the delivery person came by to bring the food, unfortunately, to the correct house. Did I approach this correctly? So the answer is yes. You can't, even with the shach and the heta with the mumer and the dogma vava, that has to be chadavadanar, which this isn't, because if it doesn't come, there'll be any scrambled eggs. And there's no Indian or mitzvah of Hashabas Aveda to return a tray for food, even if they paid for it, a tray for food to people who are not allowed to eat tray for food. That's worse than Ever Malachai to Benach. Cheeseburger or tray for hamburger, or even Tony's pizza. Kavina Sakam is in his Durabanon. Somebody once asked me, he says, Tony's pizza, how bad? Is it just like not Yoshon and Pasakum? I said, it's very Pasakum. But it's treif. Even if they don't use treif ingredients, uh, they're not buying Kavina's Yisrael because it's more expensive. And that's assuming there's no pepperoni and no, <laughs> everything else is kosher. So, Tony's is a problem, at least me draw a on, or worse. So they're probably going to have scrambled eggs, and you can't do a Shavuaz Aveda like this. There's no mitzvah of a Shavuaz Aveda. And you can't hand it to them. And the mummer it wouldn't help because that's the discussion. If there was a hefzid and there's going to be Ava, and they knew it was on my doorstep, and then you could begin to discuss, would there be an Israel Bonon and a Messiah if it were Chadav Danara? But it's not Chadav Danara because... If it's a half hour late already and you just noticed it, they might have had Cheerios already. And who wants cold pizza? So they might be eating more because of you, even if they're not. Not to hand it even to a mummer. And 
I mentioned we didn't get into this part of the sugi yet, but what? It's theirs, technically. It's not even Pasha, it's theirs. It's Machlekes, Rishayinim, and Acharyinim. It's Machlekes in the Gemara. What Kenyan works by an Akum? Kenyan Kesa, Kenyan Meshicha. In this direction, they paid with the credit card, probably. They didn't, didn't get some yet. It's not even Pasha, it's theirs. And if there's an Isra Hano, they can't have Hano besides the Tarifus, but that just makes matters worse. But again, even if it's just Gavina's Akum, you can't ring that doorbell and pretend like you're a good neighbor. If you didn't know the sugi, you'd think, this is a great care for opportunity. I can mamish deliver them a tray for hamburger. And they can think I'm so nice, but that's a neighborly thing to do. It's not the neighborly thing to do if it's a tray for hamburger. And he was correct, and he doesn't have to. Now, I'm not suggesting if you see the guy delivers it to the right address, and you happen to get there early, you should steal it off of their doorstep. I'm not saying that either. There is discussion. There might be room for that. You can't. But I'm not even saying that here. I'm saying, let that your doorstep. You're not makhuyiv to have noticed it, even if you did. I'm not going to ask you the next day. By the way, uh, Mr. Schwartzbaum, uh, did you notice anything on your thing? We're suspicious that you didn't deliver to us because it's trafe. If they come and say that, which they're not going to, you should say, actually, there's a big sugi about that, and you shouldn't be eating trafe. But there's not going to be a machlekes. They don't know. And the guy came and picked it up. They're going to realize, they called up, where's my pizza? And they double-checked the thing, and they said, we delivered it to your from neighbor. I hope they didn't say that. <laughs> but he shouldn't be handing it back, and he did the right thing, and the shave all tasa. Yes? What about throwing it out? So that's the shayla. That's why, Bavar, I knew you were going to ask me, you asked me the in-between case. You look like you were going to ask me. Rosenberg's a big kanaim. You're going to, you were going to ask me to steal it off. We should go further. We should take it off of his porch. And there's room for it. I, I, I hear that. Uh, you're asking, well, you're not stealing it off the porch, but maybe I should make sure it's not delivered again. Well, most good pizzerias or McDonald's and like that, they're mechuyiv to get it to you. And if they messed up, they would probably have to re-cook the hamburger and make that Big Mac and deliver it in Rahman Latzlan. So why shouldn't you thought you can't deliver it? Is there a side me should have opened this door quickly, taken it in, and then disposed of it? Problem with doing that is that today, just recent vintage, everything has camera coverage and I, you don't have to start getting sued or arrested for kidnapping his hamburger. That's so I don't know if that's, you know, and people get very hot under the collars. We caught you on camera. What'd you do with it? Says, well, it's a sugyum. Uh, you can explain that to our men in blue. You're not mechuyiv to get into trouble like that. What? You can wear a mask. You can wear a mask, yeah. Yes, Abba Hashem, he didn't descend. He was very on the mark, and he, this was sent to me, I think we discussed something the night before, and he sent this right away. He said, it just happened. So he's very on to the Lifnever and the problems over here. But uh, you'd have to go out to the porch and take it in, and says on it the address, and hope the neighbor across the street doesn't have the camera facing your door. Uh, you know, I don't think anybody's going to do a whole federal investigation, like who stole my pizza, who's the hamburger, but they're looking at the footage, and they, the McDonald's, or Tony's is going to tell them, we delivered it to 1452, and it's not there anymore. Then they're going to call, they might call you and say, well, they sort of had garbage collection already, and we didn't think you'd want it. Okay, then they might look at the cameras. I, 
I'm not saying you'd have to go that far, but it's a pretty scary shayla. It's good. When you're holding the sugi, at least you remember the shaylas. And that's why, yeah, to do the right thing, the answer is this was the least caustic. You didn't have to notice it on the front porch. And they came so later so and so picked so it so up. The guy takes his cell phone, takes the picture, shows your daughter. Yeah. But then you throw it out. The neighbor figures it that's out. That's what I'm saying. That could, you don't have to lose money doing tachacha and being proactive. You just can't hand it to them. You can't knock on the door and say, got this delivery, I think it's for you. But it's, the, it's not going to take you to small claims. Even if he knows it was wrong, there's no, there's no police action. There's no, action. Uh, there's no criminal thing. You take somebody's thing, it says, it says uh, Schwartz, not Schwartzbaum, and you throw it out, you destroy it. There's no criminal action. They did. Not only can they... There's your opportunity to get McDonald's in trouble. But there's no Shabbos Bezeda, but I'm saying in the second court, there's no Shabbos Bezeda. There's no Shabbos Bezeda. That's why I say Shabbos Just stay in your house. You don't have to return it. What? You see it. It's not coming out because I'm saying that they can't time it. You didn't go on somewhere this deal. Something was put on your on your chaser and you're like you're not That's the law. He can't pick it up. Why would that be you? Why can't he pick up the thing? Really? So you had the same situation and you assumed the same based on Lifneva? They, they could have done something to the food so they won't deliver that same It's sealed. Food. I'm sure they have double seals at McDonald's, no? They're Machmer for that? They're very stark. You know. Well, <laughs> okay, interesting. More interesting than I thought. Yeah, you were. Let's up the ante. Let's see, you're not yet from neighbors going from here to London tomorrow night. Right. Which flight is on? Can you sabotage it in order to kosher meals? Is that, is that a yes? Sabotage? You'd have to get his flight number and some pretty serious information. And you know his name, and you know his ticket number. And you're going to fake, you're going to call up, and your, your friend is Mr. Schwartzbaum, and you say, This is Mr. Schwartzbaum, can I order a kosher meal? Or go online, and you need a. Yeah, but you need your reservation number and stuff like that. Well, yeah, I have the name, I have my flight. I get through that. Let's say you get the access. How friendly are you with him? It's <laughs> so interesting. If he, you think there's a chance he might take it well, that actually could make, if the guy's in a good mood, a very nice ration. Because it shows not only did you want to have, you went out of your way to spend 20 minutes online ordering this thing or calling the other. That really shows your care. No, forget about that. Am I to. You never to spend time and money on it. But that we already said. Otherwise, otherwise, you'd have to go to every shop, right? Park yourself standing outside, and every Mr. Goldberg that comes by, you have to say, oh, is that a Purdue chicken? We have something similar in Empire. Is it too much salt? We got the salt free. It's too much money. I'll pay for it. No, That's the classic case. Wonderful thing to do, but we usually come tonight, Seder. That's not the meaning. Uh, what? I'm not paying. What is it? It's an 800. Uh, it takes time. Yeah, they still have tra- travel agents exist? Yes, yes. I'm happy to hear that. No, this used to be a Yiddish business. I'm happy to hear they're still making money. So you're saying they have a guy who's not yet from, and they're booking them on a Delta to go to Iceland or something like that. You should ask. Yeah, you should ask. Should I get you kosher food? He's not going to get angry at you for asking that. You're Jewish. He says, no, I don't need kosher food. Okay, you tried. You have to start fighting with him. No, it doesn't cost extra. He's going to go through the roof because they have especially... COVID, but even before, the airlines are very 
well-greased operation. They have an exact amount of food, and if they have 20 kosher consumers, I know, because we've all been here, where they just didn't have an extra one. I said, why don't you have an extra one? He said, sir, we stock. This is what the caterer gave us. We don't have an extra one. Right, so and they were short five, and I was hungry. Right, but the non-kosher food is plentiful. I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know about that. I don't, I don't know how, how plentiful it is. And, and he also might be annoyed. Uh, you know, um, depends on the relationship. It's a cute, uh, I think it's an interesting idea. We should collect these. You had one about paying them $100 to switch seats. You know, we, we should, uh, <laughs> you know, how to travel and uh, do Kirov at the same time. And, uh, but it's certainly worth a try. You're not mechuyiv to trace all your friends and acquaintances who might be doing this to, but it's a wonderful gesture. It shows you care. And even if you get slightly annoyed, you say, look, Sam, I had other things to do last night. I spent 20 minutes on the phone with the operator because I thought you might like the cuisine and it actually tastes pretty good. And if he says, I can't stand it and please don't do that again, so then you don't have to pick a fight. Yeah? My brother, Lechayim, was told that he should, cannot book a flight on the Shabbos Friday night if he knows yeah, so we spoke about that last week. We started speaking about it with the office, with the uh, HR doing it uh, in-house. And, yeah, actually booking the flight is a problem. If it's a mummer, and they can easily do it themselves, really, it's hot after now today. You could do it yourself. Then there's what discussed, Malcolm Hefzid, where you're going to lose your employees. That's why Mr. Shambhala have many, many good examples, but you have to run through your mind the three or four different things that might apply to each example. There are more than three or four, but you can narrow it down depending on the case. But this is a, uh, a good child that did the right thing, and it doesn't mean you have to go searching around people's porches or standing there in case McDonald's or Burger King or Tony's shows up and then uh, pretend like... No, often they'll get off the truck and say, uh, sir, I have a package. Say, yeah, yeah, just leave it by me. It's fine. After you do that a few times, they will start looking at the cameras and you're not mechuyiv to get yourself in trouble. So it's not going to work either. It's just going to get uh, very annoyed. Okay. Last night, the last few minutes of the shir, we began introducing the next part of the sugya, which is just as common, if not more common, focusing on the kir v'chaykim. This is the uh, kir of kravim. And the shayla, which is as late as a machlekes, the mabit and the shara melech, and many others. Mabit, it's unique that the mabit comes up with the shemitah shayla that I was going to use among many other examples. Uh, it's the same mabit. The mabit was a gadolador at the time of the Beis Yosef. We had a famous machlekes of the Beis Yosef, more than one. And one of them was about Shemitah, the source of the Machlekes, whether Arab produce, Gaisha produce in Israel has a status of Kedusha Shemitah, which has a million nafkaminas. Can you weigh it? Can you do schera with it? You have to treat it with Kedusha Shemitah. The minig in Israel, by and large, in Yushalayim still today and other places in Israel, was to follow the Beis Yasef, as in the Beis Yasef, the Beis of Cairo. Baal Shulchan Aruch, who held according to Kemat, all the contemporaries and later Rachanim who quote him. There's one source that maybe he was Chazer at the end of his life, but let's just go with the simple Machlekes. Uh, he held stark that the produce does not have any Kedusha Shemitah. That's important because all these have another effect on how you treat it, Lagabe, Trumasmices, and other things. And there's a popular version of the history of this Machlekes the far more popular version, that they've made a cherem that you have to be mekel like the Beis Yezif. It has to be across the board because to have half the community doing one, if it's more challenging and it has other nafkaminas. 
The Mabit argued, and the Mabit held that for Shemitah purposes, it has full Kedusha Shemitah, which means you can't uh, freely do business with it. You have to treat it with Kedusha, and you have to peel your cucumbers and leave the little parts and little bags till they rot the whole all of Hulk Shemitah, which we're not going to chazer now, that is going on this year in Eitz Yisrael and part of next year. So tremendous. That is the Shaila in Eitz Yisrael today. If Kasher is, is telling in this Machalik, the Beis in the Mabit. Fast forward a few hundred years, the Midig was like the Beis Yisrael. The Chaznish held like the Mabit, and the Chaznish is basically the father of all modern Shemitah halachas, because the Chaznish was the ranking basic who really delved into all the halachas of Tzliz Ba'aretz in Eretz Yisrael. And he had two chumras in Shemitah, he had many kulas also, and he gave the instructions to the from areas on how to do it, what you could do to save trees, and all the halachas, of what's the race, what's the abonim, what's motobachim hefseh, but he didn't hold the net to that we covered in this year a year ago, and he held it as an instant of the race even selling it, and he held the thing, never got off the ground. It was a joke because the Medina is not selling it, and you will be discussing this with friends and family this year, so I'll just repeat the soundbite. Often, the argument is, well, it's the same as Mechiris Chametz. What's the problem? No, it's not the same as Mechiris Chametz. It's very real. It looks like a legal fiction. It's very real, and if the guy knocks on a door and asks us for all the Cheerios and all the schnapps, we will hand it to him. That makes it very real. He has the right to ask for it. If they ask for all of Eitz Yisrael or half of Eitz Yisrael, even a quarter of Eitz Yisrael, just the farms, we will not hand it to them. That's a pretty big chilek. Matter of fact, Kemat all the can say that chilek is insurmountable. So today, fast forward, uh, the original design, the Hetemachira, there was no Medina, and they were starving, and they just had a few kibbutzim, and they really would sell it, and they couldn't survive otherwise. So the Hetemachira was originally Machlekes, but there were, there were G'daylem who were supporting it. And over the years, it got less and less. Recent decades, the good news is, the uh, main money-making enterprises in Eretz Yisrael today for income for the country and the individuals is high-tech, not oranges. Matter of fact, most of the produce is being propped up, just the Histadrut still has political power, so they sort of pump money into it, but it's not the big money-making thing, and the country, the economy, would certainly not collapse. It's a very, very small percentage. We've seen, it's a bit of an ace, but it's somewhat explainable on paper, the tourism industry, which was, you would think it's pretty big in Israel. So we were wondering, a month into Corona, two months, five months, six months, a year, a year and a half, why isn't the whole economy falling apart? And now we're Two years later, and they shut it down again. Like, a lot of people are hurting. It's not, not fun at all. But I asked somebody in Israel recently, I said, how is this surviving? He said, it's, it's, I forget what essentially he told me. He said, Baruch Hashem, it's a, very, it's a big industry. A lot of people have their livelihood totally in it. We feel terrible for them. We hope they open it up. But in terms of the physical responsibility of running the government and the income they're getting from the big business, it's high-tech, startups, IPOs. And other things, not uh, missiles, uh, you know, defense uh, contracts. That's amazing. It's a good thing. Otherwise, uh, they'd be, again, for the, for the individuals, it's not a couple of individuals, but it's a very sad matzav. But that's important for the Hetemachira Sugya, that review of what happened in Corona, because they're not surviving on the exports, uh, and they're not surviving on the tourism. Tourism has nothing to do with Shemitah, but the produce is a moneymaker, but it's not going to make or break the country. And that's why many of the proponents of doing it said, look, it's such a chaz but 
it's not as much of a shot as the chak, and the from kibitzim keep it completely don't line at the mechira, and the non from ones don't really have gemiras das to sell it because if you knock on the door, they wouldn't sell it. And that's why, and that's going to be important for the shilas we discuss. And the Mabit was very involved when there was no Medina, not too many Jews living there, and mostly Arabs, and they had to pass on the Shaila. What do we do with the Arab produce? Does it have a status of Shemitah produce or not? Beisayser held no, and the Mabit held yes. The Chaznish held no Hetamachira, and he also held like the Mabit that it has Kedusha Shemitah. So in B'nai Brak, and anybody who follows the Pesach of B'nai Brak, and there are many Yushalayim who do, and there are many in other cities who follow many Yushalayim, they will not just buy from a store buying Arab produce, They'll buy from what's called the Neitzer Basin, which we're not going to go into now. It's a whole separate cheshpin, how it's a shlicha set up, and we're paying them to deliver it, and, and the entire system is uh, set up accordingly. Yushalayim, the Badats, which is an excellent heksha, they're mekel, because the many Yushalayim must be mekel, and they're not going to change that, and that's fine. So you go into your average falafel shawarma place, they will have the falafels made of produce if the arbus is from Israel and they got uh, tomatoes and lettuce and all sorts of other things and they get it all from chutzlars, from Goyim or from Arabs, Goyim and they are going with the Beisesif so if you are Machmer, you walk in from Brak and you want to order and it's very common, people, family both places, friends and their seminary girls and yeshiva bachram and you have to know, I'm not saying the Americans have to be machmer for this, but you have to just know where you stand. But for a Lifneiva Shaila, it's an excellent Shaila. You walk into the store, you're from Menebrak, and you hold this Kedusha Shemitah, which means you can't just buy and sell trading as usual. And you have to, when you get home, treat a Kedusha Shemitah, that you could do. But it didn't get to the store based on any heta you hold of, because they're relying just on the basis. If you want with the Mabit, with the Chaznish and the Mabit. So can you buy, or is that Lifneiva? You're machshal the guy in selling. So Shlomo Zalman, in his tshuva, which I mentioned last night, says he doesn't think it's a problem because if the seller is doing what he's doing based on a bona fide psaac and he has a right to follow it, so then it's not your problem, basically. Problem is, Shlomo Zalman said that many, many years ago, and Shlomo Zalman's different works, Shlomo in later works, and in later works, you see clearly from Shlomo Zalman, he held of the Heta Mechira less and less. So the psaac is still important because it's important for Badat's restaurant or Badat's Makolot in Yerushalayim, the Badat's produce, and you want to know what to do, so I'm not him, he's relying on the Badat's, it's Arab produce. Relying on Heta if you hold it's Mamish, like non existent, which most places can hold it's non existent. Shlomo Zalman held in his original truth, even for Heta Mechira, it's not Livni Iver, but later on he commented on many different occasions, uh, and it's in the safer that um, it's uh, extremely schwer. Uh, as time went on, and it's a chuchotula, it's a joke because nobody, uh, the people signing on to it would not give up one inch of land. And that's a, that's a problem. So let's stick to the Shiloh of the Badats with the Arab produce. It's easier. Shalom Azam says, not Lifnevir, he has a right to rely on what he's relying on. He's taking a position on this sugi, which we're about to start, and from the ground up, as we like to do from the Gemaras, that it's not Lifnevir, even though I hold something's us, or if you hold mutter and you have what to rely on, it's not Lifnevir for you. Which sounds okay to everybody over here, but it's a big machlekes. Happens to be a machlekes, Mabit, against the Sharmel. Mabit is Mekel on that Shaila. So it's ironic. The Mabit, who here is the source of the Shaila, but it's a Shemitah issue. It's same Mabit, two different sugiyas, but they happen to dovetail over here. So interestingly enough, the Chazanish is widely quoted to have said that you cannot go into a Badat store, even the relying on the Beis Yisif, and Bob is your Machshel him, and you can't do that. 
Now, the word machshol is what, uh, we're not sure what the chaznish meant. The number of pshatim says, you can't do it. Why can't you do it? Some say the chaznish held like the Shara Melech. We'll see as we get into the Gemara's what the Rai is for and against the whole Shaila is. But some say he held not like the Mabit. He held like the Mabit. You have to treat it with Kedusha Shemitah. He held not like the Mabit that you could just assume, well, the guy's relying on something. It's not my problem. If you hold it's a problem, then you can't be machshol him and you're buying it from him. You're trading. That's one version of the Chaznish. Others say, no, he held normally it would be okay. But over here, it's not shy you're being machshol him. When you buy and he's selling you produce, you're actively involved in buying and selling. It's not Liv Neva for him, the seller. You're doing the transactions. That's you doing it. Shalmazam didn't hold like that. He said, the Isser is on the seller, and at most it's Liv Neva for me. If he has what to rely on, it's not Liv Neva. Everybody follow so far? So those are the two possibilities of why the Chaznish held it was Usser. Chaznish held very stark like the Mabit, even though he was aware that the meaning was like the Beis before, but as he learned the Sugya, he thinks the Mabit is right. And again, that is the meaning of probably half the from people in, uh, in Eretz Yisrael. With that introduction, the other example we gave with the plastic bottle caps, we will now see the few examples in the Gemara which are going to have to be learned in two directions if it's Machalik and what the din is. So let's begin with your Gemara in Sukkah. We have new uh, for all of you out there. It's, uh, page one is the Gemara in Sukkah Yirma Bays, and it runs uh, four pages. So it should have been uploaded a few weeks ago. I assume it got to Rochester by now. Avram, is that you? You have the double-A batteries, right? That's still him? Okay. So, uh, it's uh, Sukkah Yerim Abayz, um, a very famous Sukkah. One of the difficulties in... Uh, by the way, we will get to a lot of... When I mentioned this idea last night in the one-minute version, if you were wondering about what Rosh Zalman does about the other Yisurim, there's still an Yisur, Sfichim, which would uh, asar it, but we're not getting it to all the Hashmita. And then it's then Shamar and Evad. If I hold, like the Mabit, you can't work the land. They hold uh, the Arab produce, doesn't have Shemitah Kedush at all. They can work whatever they want. We can do whatever we want with it. Is there an Isra Shamar and Evad when it's watched or when it's worked? So Shamar and Evad is itself a Machlekes, and Shlomo Zalman and others are making on that, but the Evad doesn't ask for the food. So there are other Shemitah issues, which we didn't cover in that example, but the share right now is not in Hilchas uh, Shemitah. Hilchas Sukkah, the number one problem in your Sukkah. If I were to ask anybody, without picking at the Gemara, what's the, what's the first, probably one of the only Shailas you have? Or maybe you have some Daifin Akuma Shailas, some Lovet Shailas. But uh, most people build a Sukkah, build it every year. They click it together, they uh, screw it in, they don the schach. What's typically the biggest Shaila? Or the ones that I get the most. So, and rightfully so. People start hanging decorations. The sukkah's fine. Start hanging decorations and Bachsham Kleisel's into Neu Mitzvah and Hidr Mitzvah and it's Gabaldic. And they're hanging and hanging and sometimes you walk in and you wonder, is the Mitzvah Dereza to sit under decorations or is there some schach there somewhere? So that could be a potential problem. It's easily avoidable. You don't have to sit to have these monstrosities of chandeliers made out of tinfoil. You know, the ones that, uh, some of them are like five feet by ten feet. And so you don't have to have it like right above your head where you're eating. But the real way to solve it is just pull it up. It shouldn't be for Tzvachim from the Tzach, that's Batot to the Tzach. The Gemara now is going to report that it's actually a Machlekes. Maybe it's Batot to the Tzach, but it's nice, nice mitzvah, it's nice sukkah. Maybe it's Batot to the Tzach, even if it's hanging very low. And even though you can like measure and you have a whole ceiling of tinfoil, it doesn't make a difference, it's all Batot. 
So we're machmer on that, but there is a machlokes in the Gemara. I say machmer. We hold it has to be only four. If it's muflug, more than four. And believe it or not, there's a machlokes acharonim. Why it's not clear in the sugya is amazing. But the machlokes whether it has to start within four and within four. That's a big difference, especially for some of these large chandeliers. And it's not clear in terms of the rayas. So you only sit in the sukkah seven, eight days a year. Just pin them up and have it along the walls. If you've, you've all been to my sukkah, we have nice drapery and a couple things hanging over there. I don't take any risks. And uh, I want to be sitting on the schach and we have to pull it up and then it starts falling down a little bit. You, you want to make sure it's within four. Within four, everybody's maskim. Out of four is the shaitl. Let's see the gemara. Itmar, it's about third of the way down, a quarter of the way down. Itmar, nice sukkah. Ha-muflagamimena from the schach. So this is where the Machlechus says, Rav Nachman Amakshera. Nachman is from the Gedele Apeskim of that Dari, was the chief Dayan. He's also the son of the Rebbe Shalusa, that's going to play a role in a moment. Rav Chizda, Rav Baravuna, Amri Pesula. So Rav Chizda and Rav Baravuna, remember the name Rav Baravuna, by the way, you see it all over Shas, but as we get further into the Sugi of the next number of months, he's the famous Rabbah, son of Rav Huna, who Rav Huna was ripping the clothing to see if he'd get angry, and the whole Lifneva when he was a young man. The Chinuch was excellent. He grew up to be Rabbah Bar Rav Huna, who's a parapolukta of Rav Nachman. Just, it's nice to see the end of the story. The Chinuch, when I mentioned the story way back, people were like a little nervous, like, that's stark. I said, yeah, in the previous days, they... Uh, I'm not saying we can do it, and you don't have to try that at home. We have enough Nisanis without giving them extra Nisanis, but... The Chinuch worked uh, wonderfully here, and this is Rabbi Avuna, who with Rav Chizah is arguing Rav Nachman. Chizah Rabbi Avuna, Ami Psula, is if it's more than four away from the Schach, either starting or ending more than four, it's Psula. Rav Chizah, Gemara tells him, I serve. Chizah, Rabbi Avuna, Iklu Lebei Reish Galusa. You would say a story like this is almost rigged. Like if I wouldn't know the person who sent the email at the beginning of tonight's year, I would say he thought of a shayla that would cut across some of the sugyas and think of nafkaminas, but he said it just happened and it was real. And here we have a machaikis, Rav Chizda and Rav Huna against Rav Nachman. Rav Nachman held, you can make them as low as you want, doesn't make a difference, it's all bottle to the And his bar palukta is Rav Chizda and Rav Huna. And now, Dafka, Rav Chizda and Rav Huna come to visit. And they're staying in the very wonderfully decorated, grandiose sukkah of the Reish Galusa. Rav Nachman was wealthy, the Reish Galusa was wealthy, and they're visiting the Reish Galusa. We'll see soon in the Gemara that there's an Indian of the Chiv, the Hakpa Pnei Rabba Beregel. The Reish Galusa was most of the time Baruch Hashem, a big time Chacham. Not always, it wasn't necessarily the Godlada, but he was up there and he was Lamaisa, the official head of the whole basin system in the from community. So one of the side chedushim is is that was part of the Chiv Lahakpo Pnei Rabba Berego. And he took a son-in-law, Rav Nachman, so you see where he was holding in his uh, shifas. I don't want to give away the end of the Gemara, but that's going to play a role over here. So they came to the sukkah, and Rav Nachman, who is in charge of the whole house, certainly the halachic aspects, sees his two uh, colleagues, the famous Amaraim, and he gets them a very comfortable mokum in the sukkah. So he puts them in a sukkah where the noise is going down more than four tvachim. 
They didn't say a word. They slept there for the night, talked and learning a lot, had a nice suda, saw the Reish Kalusa. So far, so good. Rav Nachman either set us up on purpose to see what the shita was lamaisa, or that's the way the sukkah was built because Rav Nachman held it was perfectly kosher. The second possibility, I don't know if the probability is it interesting, because if there was a machlekes, let's say the Mughal Ram of the Taz, about a certain aspect, you wouldn't invite a chosh of a friend of yours and want to get him in that machlekes, but you can't really compare. This is not a machlekes Rishayim and Achorinim. This is where the machlekes appears. Rabbi Nachman holds Pashit, it's okay. He's not machuyuv, is he? That's going, to be, that's going to be the issue over here. To cater, literally, to their desires, you give them whatever food they want. Should you cater to their halachic preferences? So it doesn't say he didn't. It says he put him in a sukkah that was built according to his specs. Did anything wrong. And he figured if they still hold like that after their argument, they'll say something. And they slept there and they didn't say anything. Fascinating Gemara to start off with. Obviously, this is going to be possibly a, a riot in one direction or another. Were you chayzer from your position? He didn't ask them this before he gave them the keys to the sukkah and welcomed them in. He asked them afterwards. Okay. Amalai, they said, no, we still argue. And we hold this is puzzle. But we're shlucha mitzvah and we came to see the Beish Kalusa and shlucha mitzvah are paterim in a sukkah. This is a classic. <laughs> So it doesn't get, doesn't get much better than this. And we're not even sure exactly which part was premeditated. It could be, Rabbi Nachman, just that's the way he built sukkahs that he's in charge over here. So they built sukkahs, there's nothing in Machmer for the other shita. It's not Paskin the Shulchan Aruch. I gave the example of Tazamag of Ram, that's not Psak either, but normally you think, why not? Like, we know the person likes to be Machmer and we know his shita. That's the, these are the two bar paluktas. So. It could be he wanted to see whether they still held like that. Maybe after they argued, they conceded and didn't have a chance to discuss it. So they said, no, it wasn't a geyam. Baruch Hashem. Take a look at Rashi. Straight across, uh, five lines up. Sula. The reason it's possible is because if you're singing on the tinfoil, you're not singing on the schach, and it's oilus mafsik because it's mufluk for tvachim. But Nachman says, no, you can be hanging as far as you want. It's here for Naisuka, it's Baltal to Sach, and therefore, even though you're sitting on the tinfoil, it's like you're sitting on the Sach. We have the same thing when you have a chilly night in your sukkah in Muncie, New York. Can you go under the covers? You can have covers. Can you go under the covers like you're freezing? Can you put it over your head? Like straight to get there? Yes. Ah, you're sleeping under your covers, not the Sach. So the covers are bottle to you. Gamar has a whole sugya there where you have the fancy canopy thing. When is a bottle? When is it not a bottle? That's part of this sugya. Rav Nachman, next Rashi, out based in Haya, Vinagid Umitzava Bebeis Reish Goylova is an alpiv, and he was the one giving direction, certainly with the Allah aspects, how to build a sukkah. And he asked them, You obviously slept there last night, I hope it was comfortable. Were you Chayzer and Yeshita? And they said, No. It's fascinating because if you are in a city and they have a sukkah for you, should you go in the sukkah? Yes. So here they're at the palace, the Beish Kalusa, Rabbi there. 
Why didn't they ask our Nachman? By the way, uh, remember we discussed this. We had this machlekes already. Could you have one maybe without the tinfoil or less tinfoil? Yeah, which is a big. That's not push it. I'm just pointing out they didn't because Eshek Hashem is is a machlekes to what extent, and it could be Rav Nachman just built it because he gave him direction how to build it. He holds his mutter. They got there 11 o'clock at night. He's going to stop bothering Rav Nachman. They're not machlekes to do that. They'll stop bothering you. Find out maybe there was no other sukkah that was kosher. Maybe they have to stop pinning everything up. They're not machlekes. They're not machlekes to do that. Not machlekes to insult him. It's his makom. So they said, we're potter, we don't want to get into it. But for the record, we were not chayzer. See, here we have our first example where Rav Nachman held it was mutter. He knew, or he thought, they held it was aser before he got the tarot to Shulchan Mitzvah. And it wasn't lifneiver l'chayra because he held it was mutter. Chayrat's araya. You could feed somebody something that they hold as treif because I hold as not. Is that what we see from this Gemara? That would be quite a chiddush. Yeah, so we have, well, that's because, that's actually the exception, because over there, once the Sanhedrin paskins, this is the date, it's Mamash, not Yom Kippur. So they asked Rabbi Shul, come with your because it wasn't Yom Kippur. Here, Rav Nachman held this as kosher, they held after the whole story. They said, no, we hold it's no good, and we would not do it this way. So... And Rav Nachman didn't know they were using the Torah Shulchan Mitzvah. It's a question that they both knew that they held each other against each other? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, he, he came to him right away. He said, oh, that was fascinating. He slept there the whole night. Were you Chayzer? He said, no. <laughs> we weren't Chayzer. It's just we have a tour. The Chayzer, there's a lot to say over here. So why didn't he know that there was Shulchan Mitzvah? It wouldn't be a Raya. We'll pick up a Mitzvah Shem on Monday and discuss what the Raya is.